It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, October 14th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Welcome to it. It was a great show today. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be a long podcast because I didn't really want to cut anything. We had a ton of fun. Some stupid things. Not, yeah, some stupid things. Some stupid things. Nice mm-hmm. way to wrap up uh, a good week of shows here. And then yeah. head into the weekend, which is supposed to be just beautiful here in Calgary. Um, we're going to talk about, if you wait right till the end of the, the PissCast today, you're going to hear the dumbest Friday morning pizza chat we've ever done. Yeah. You'll hear it. Uh, another Fortune 500 business and an idea we had for the Fortune 500 list. The most exciting sports finishes. The most exciting ways to win a game. Yeah. As you know, I'm an Angus Reid panelist, and I got the weirdest poll ever from them the other day. Buck and Dan are on the show. Uh, a shitbox. I haven't talked about shitboxes forever, but I saw one yesterday that really sucked. I miss mine. <laughs> uh, the goat of short men. Something we've noticed with wasps. In etymology, another round of our new segment, Fantasyland. Um, and the funniest... One of the funniest small town news headlines that we've seen. We don't actually do the small town news segment here, but yeah. No, this is a legitimate headline that <laughs> we found, and it's it's something else. We had a pretty good laugh. Yeah. Uh, all that is coming up on today's podcast, which is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. When we met with the Shane Holmes people, they said that the, the industry prefers the term paired homes. Homes. Yeah, well, it's it's they they prefer it to set them apart from other types of homes, right. right? So yeah, because they said so many people have negative connotations of what a duplex is, which also you shouldn't like those. There's duplexes are amazing. They're some all the so nice. They are, look great. Every time I see one, I'm like, I want to move into one of those. Like I get it. You see some of the duplexes in sketchier neighborhoods where like the curtains are beer flags oh, yeah. and like you can hear someone selling drugs through the walls that's totally not but, these new ones are all amazing no and they really pride themselves on the soundproofing so you yep. won't hear anybody selling drugs through the walls there for more <laughs> info visit shanehomes.com shane homes the better way to build first you're out of context clip of the show every time i look around every time i look around every time i look around <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. I don't know if you followed any of this latest Kanye West scandal. No. No. I tend I to ignore him. Usually when I see his name in the headlines, I just keep scrolling because I do not care. Yeah. But um, so he's in trouble lately. He said some really weird stuff about Jewish people and he got himself, he lost access to his Twitter and Instagram account over it. No oh, good. But this clip came up yesterday from an interview that he did with Tucker Carlson and he's, he's saying some weird stuff about Jews again. And then at one point in the interview, he says this. So if, if, what, I'm, if what I'm saying is toxic, thank God I got it out of my body. What? <laughs> if you miss oh it, he said, if God. what I'm saying is toxic, thank God I got it out of my body. <laughs> that's, the, that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. So I don't think he was trying to be funny. Nope. It's as it's as if his body is talking. He's just expelling it from him. Oh my god! What a terrible defense! Wow, for saying something wrong. Like you say something bad, everyone's like, "Whoa!" And you're like, "Yeah, I know that was eating me up inside. I had <laughs> I had to get that out." It's out though. I'm better. I'm a better person now that it's out though. So forgive me. 
<laughs> yeah, I just needed an exorcism. It had to get out of my body. I felt kind of sick before wow. I said that. I'm feeling better now. Okay. Like, that is so funny. No. Nope. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for the next time I get in trouble for something I say on the air. Oh, get a bunch of... <laughs> boss gets a bunch of messages. He's like, wow. did you say this? And I'm like, yeah. It I was very to- toxic and I'm glad I got it out of my body. Yeah, I'm glad I expelled <laughs> it from my person. I'm better now. I'm... <laughs> I'll be That's better so now. Funny, oh man. my god! That's the funniest thing ever. Oh, oh it didn't work for Kanye. Nope. I don't think it's going to work for me. Mm-mm. But I'm adding it to the list along with my uh, my current favorite get out of jail free card. My current favorite excuse for when I do something wrong, which yep. is I'm not going to apologize for standing up for Canadians' jobs because that's my job. Remember that one? Right. I yeah. love that one mm-hmm. too. If I do something wrong at home or whatever, I get in trouble. I'm not going to apologize for standing up for Canadian jobs. What? And- <laughs> I was just expelling it from my body. It's toxic. I'm just toxic. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So we have this new small town news segment. And uh, I was looking up information for yesterday. And I came across this news story from Oxbow, Saskatchewan for back in 2019. And this is the headline, okay? This is the town we featured. This is the town we featured in the on last small one. town news. Saskatchewan School Board apologizes over pro-environment Christmas play in Oil Town. So I guess a lot of people in Oxbow work in oil and they were offended that this play was pro-environment. At the school. At the school. So the play was called Santa Goes Green, where elves, reindeer, and Mrs. Claus work to convince Santa about the importance of the environment. And this was not appreciated in Oxbow. Was Santa not having it up till that point? It wasn't having it, apparently. And uh, the the school board had to apologize for this play because... It it sounds ridiculous. It does. (laughs) But also, like, without seeing the play, I don't know. Like, are they just crapping on oil the whole time? And and all these parents are sitting there like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, we work in oil and gas. And there must have been some of that in there because otherwise (laughs) you wouldn't force the school board to apologize. This this is the most anti-Vancouver story I've ever heard of in my life. Like, I, I would love to see the apology that comes along with this, too. Like, we're truly sorry for performing Santa Goes Green. Uh, next year, we'll do the play Santa Goes Full Terry, where Santa trades his reindeer in for a giant oil-guzzling rig to deliver parent presents. With. Santa gets a new truck. That's Santa, next year. It's, don't Santa. worry. It's a jacked-up sleigh. It has two giant smokestacks. Yeah. On side. We know you didn't like Santa Goes Green, so we're going to do Santa Rolls Coal. Everyone's getting a Hummer for Christmas. <laughs> Santa Rolls Coal and beats up a hippie next year. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We have this segment on the show that we've been doing lately called Fantasyland because Shauna plays fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I like high fantasy. Yep. And neither of us have any interest in the other person's. So we play rock, paper, scissors, and the person who loses has to pretend to be interested <laughs> To the other person's thing, their nerdy fantasy. So are you are, ready to go? I'm ready for okay. this? Yeah. Okay. Oh Come yes, on. I needed that one. You've, I no, needed you that won one. the last. Th- I'm on a roll, and I did need that one because last night was the. Ugh. Hang on a second here. I get the. Oh great! I mean, sorry. Oh yes. <laughs> you have to flip to turn on a dime. Very exciting. Last night was the season eight finale, or the, the season one finale of Rings of Power. I've been dying to know what you thought about it, Beckler. I know you have, and yeah. I'm going to tell you. I'm okay, not going to give any spoilers here because I realize not everyone will have seen it yet. Um, I I really enjoyed season one. You know, I think what I, I made the, the the right choice early on of like 
realizing that it wasn't a Tolkien story. It was a story told in Tolkien's world with some of his characters. So it wasn't going to be exactly like the books. And that allowed me to just sit back and really enjoy things and not scrutinize it too heavily. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. There were some big issues, I think, with this show with um, like the pacing and the writing Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I'm hoping it's going to be two years before the next season. So two years before you'll have to hear me talk about it again. Oh, that's too bad because I love hearing about it. So I'm hoping that gives them time to kind of dial in some of the problems with their writing and stuff. But I I really had a good time watching it. I really did. Tell Um, me more. So what are we going to do with this segment now that the the season is over? I guess you'll have to listen to me talk about the lore. I'll go deep. God. (laughs) I mean. No, no. Enthusiasm. Bring it up. That would be great. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So I learned where the term broadcasting comes from today. And it's funny because we are broadcasters. I've never thought of what the name, what broadcasting means or why that is a term. I just assumed it was because we cast a signal broadly. Yeah. Uh, no, it originated as a farming term. So broadcasting is the method of sowing seeds in a farmer's field by throwing or casting them broadly. As opposed to planting them in neat little rows? Yes, as opposed to like precision seeding or anything like that. It is more of a just you kind of throw. And this was adopted before modern farming technology was where it is today. So you would go and by hand toss seeds across. And again, you just throw them kind of broadly and scatter them about randomly and really? that is what broadcasting originated as. And the industry takes its name from yeah, that. It does. Because I had no idea. They then say, you know, when you think of radio waves, for example, and they are cast broadly across, kind mm-hmm. of like sowing seeds, and it's not precision, right? It's just they kind of bounce off stuff and that kind of thing, just like these seeds. So broadcasting, in terms of what we use it now today, radio and TV broadcasting comes from farming. Didn't even know that. I had no idea. Worked in the business for all my adult life. Did yeah. not know that. Now we know. Etymology with Shauna. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I think this is a bit strange. You've probably noticed quite a few wasps around lately. Have you? Mm, not overly, but again, I no. live right downtown on concrete jungle, so. Jeez, we still got them all over the place down in the south. They're just mm. all over the yard. And, uh, and it's been that way all summer. I think maybe because it was so warm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're still hanging around. And as you know, my wife McKenna recently dyed her hair bright red, and she is convinced that the wasps are attracted to it. I can see that. Yeah. She said they didn't really bother her up until now, and now they're kind of swarming around her head. And I have heard that wasps are attracted to bright colors, right? Yeah. Even that's something that gardeners will consider when they choose their outfits because... Because yeah, they're attracted to the bright flowers, which they then pollinate. And she looks like a bright flower now. They make it so. a six with the flower. So. <laughs> <laughs> now they're making a six with her hair as well. So mm-hmm. they're confused. I don't think they actually make it a six with the flowers. Well, Aren't they just the vessel by which the, the flowers make it a six with each other? Yeah, but remember when we talked about like the whole dead beat? Let's not get into that again. Oh, right. Are there some... Weird pollination techniques that are used in science. <laughs> I forgot about the dead bee on a the stick, right? The dead bee on a stick is one thing you try and convince. The- anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, the, that's the, hilarious where you're making the flowers have. The making the sex of the flowers is flowers. very inappropriate. Like, read up on that. If you guys are bored today, let me tell you, you'll go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's hilarious. I forgot Sorry. about that. Yeah. That was really 
dead bee dead on the end of a stick. Dead bee on a stick to try. Because <laughs> it make it a sex with the flowers. Make it a sex with the flowers. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I hadn't thought about bright, bright colored hair being an attractant to these things, no. but it makes sense. Like you said, no, they've evolved does. to be drawn towards the bright colors of, of the flower petals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I hadn't considered the struggle that the gingers have had up until now. Oh, you know, no. you're right. I was I was gonna make a joke about how it's obviously the hair color because we know the wasps aren't attracted to their souls, but that just felt mean. That's mean. That felt mean. Let's get back gingers. to the bee on a stick, okay? That's more bee. <laughs> B and S in twenty minutes or less. You mentioned Chris Rock yesterday, Beckler, who is fairly short. I mean, for North American male standards, anyway, he's five eight, and for some reason, it got me thinking about short people and the greatest short people of all time. Five eight isn't really that short. No, it's it is for again North American male standards slightly, but not not by much. The global average, like he'd, not he'd be global, right. Yeah, you're right in North, North America. America. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't wouldn't think of a, of someone saying they're five eight as being like super short because you're what five nine. Five yeah five eight and a half technically. So, yeah, so a man who's a roughly the same size as you mm-hmm. on the shorter side here, but yeah. not. I wouldn't think of as short. No. Again, though, it, it kind of got me on the topic of, of the greatest of all time when the it comes to short men. Goat of short fellas. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and a there's a lot. There is there is a lot to consider and a lot of people to, to consider. Uh, and, like, you could go back historically. You could go with athletes and musicians. And oh. I think you'd, I think you got to go shorter than 5'8 if you're going to, like... Yes. If I, was a, if I was actually short, if I was, like, five feet tall... Mm-hmm. And the, we named the goat of short people someone That's who was five, five eight. eight. I'd be pretty frustrated. Totally. You know? So yeah. I think, you got, and for that reason, I was going to say Napoleon. Yep. It was famously short, but I think that's actually a historical misconception. Well, for his time, he wasn't that short. Well, and the way that we, they defined it, it was either an inch or a foot oh, was different at that time. And so he was actually like five seven or something, which, like you said, was would have been pretty standard for the time. And that's he like took over the world. So yeah, that. I mean, I was thinking. Then there's Gandhi. How tall was Gandhi? Five three. Oh yeah, yeah. Gandhi was pretty short. Which is fairly short, but again, like, if you're talking about where in the world, I don't know if it's that short. Like, right. You know what I mean? That Which is also something to consider. But again, we're tossing things out here. No no idea is a bad one. Prince? I was going to say Prince, because he's 5'2". Five 5'2". Two. Five two. He was one of the best guitarists ever, one of the coolest musicians ever. Mm-hmm. And he was short enough that, like, it, it matters that he was short, right? It's so true. Yeah. 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 Prince, in terms of, like, the entertainment world, I would go with Prince. Yeah. Um... Like, and what about from sports? Well, Yogi Berra. Okay. He was 5'7", though, which isn't that short, right? Uh, now, for if we're talking athletes, they tend to be taller, especially in baseball now. But now, back then, but when he not played? So much. I mean, Lionel Messi, 5'7". Mm-hmm. Yeah, again. But again, 5'7", is still pushing it on on short, quote-unquote. So, and soccer players aren't typically huge. No. So, so rule yeah, him out. Wouldn't count him. I mean... You could go to the fictional world, Frodo Baggins. You could. The ring bearer. Yeah. Who carried the ring to Mordor <sighs> and destroyed it in the cracks of Ordruin. I don't know if I want to go fiction. Saved the world. Mm. Uh, he was four foot one. Yeah, this is in your fantasy land, your fantasy world <laughs> over there. Uh, Martin Scorsese's 5'3", if you wanted to go okay. yeah, he's in the entertainment short. industry. You uh, don't want to go fictional? Because I was going to say Yoda. Okay, well, for going... Yoda's two feet tall and super powerful. And super yeah. cool. You're right. I mean, maybe just because I love Yoda, I'd roll out all others. I'm shocked you didn't say Tolkien himself, because he was pretty short. Was he? 5'5". Five, five. 
I didn't know that. Look at I knew. Holy crap. I knew something about Tolkien you didn't. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a ton of messages saying Danny DeVito is the short goat. Yeah. The short king. I can't believe that I forgot about Danny DeVito. I wouldn't say he's the goat, though. I mean, he's he's a great actor. He's funny. Um, but it's all. I would say that he's almost like... And maybe he deserves credit for this, but he's used his size to his advantage, right? Which, again, I think is maybe part of it. Yeah. Like, he is basically part of his persona, is, and he made a successful career out of it, so... Whereas some might have seen it as a, mm-hmm. a detriment. I mean, musicians, there are tons of shorter musicians, and it's cool because if you're a musician, nobody really notices. Everyone looks big on stage. Because when you're up on stage, yeah, no one can tell. And I think being tall as a musician actually makes you look goofy. Yeah. Like you think about, I mean, Angus Young and Sam Roberts and all these people. There's so many prints that nobody even knew until they like actually met them face to face or in person. Right. Because, again, you can just you have that on stage, that presence. Hollywood is like that, too, though. They can make people look as big or as small as they want. Totally. Like Tom Cruise short. And I you never know that. Yeah. You know, like that's one of the most obvious. You're like, huh. I got to change my answer, maybe. Take it away from Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of the show, Tyler, messaged and said, what about Muggsy Bogues? And Another one that, yeah. I mean, talk about overcoming adversity. Totally. Muggsy Bogues was five foot three and played 14 seasons in the NBA. Like, that's the kind of situation where if you told someone you wanted to play, be a pro basketball player, and like, but you're 5'3", you'd get laughed out of the room. Yeah. And he played 14 seasons. It's crazy. He says he could dunk. I don't know if anyone's ever seen it, but... That's outrageous. That's insane. And I was just reading a bit about Muggsy, too. He had, like, a really rough childhood. Like, his dad went to prison for 20 years, and oh. he, like, saw some bad stuff growing up. And, like, despite all that working against him, went and had a long career in the NBA, which is the one place you don't want to be short. Yeah. Like, think of the short, the, the hope he gave to short fellas. Oh, my God, I know. Yeah, like, I, you're right. I, I think, like, Tyler, genius. I mean, everybody said Danny DeVito, but that makes more sense. Muggsy Bogues deserves it even more so. Because the deck is just so stacked against yep. you. Like, And from then on, any guy any guy who was shorter would be like, well, I, pro- I don't know if I'll make it in basketball, but Muggsy Bogues did, so yep. you know, maybe I could too. Giving hope to short fellows all across the world. Short kings. Short kings. Where you at? V&S in 20 minutes or less. It's been a long time since we've talked about ship box vehicles, Shauna. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I think about my ship box often. By the way, it was called a ship box because it made the creepy sounds of a ship when I was driving it. <laughs> Creaked like an old wooden ship. Sure did. It was terrifying. Uh, yeah. And we can't say the other word on the air, no, but uh, I saw a ship box yesterday, Shauna, and it was the shippiest ship box that I've seen in so long. Oh, yeah. I was in a parking lot and I legitimately thought there was a fire at the other end of the parking lot because there was so much smoke. And then... I saw the source of the smoke, and it was this car, like, burning a phenomenal amount of oil. Oh, my God. That's awesome. The best part was the car was already gone. Like, the car was driving away. Was it actually on fire, or? No, because I I followed it for a bit, and it left the... So, just from starting and idling for a moment, it puked out so much smoke that it was still there after the car had left the parking lot and started driving away. I don't know if that would pass the emissions test. (laughs) Because I was like, is that a, is there a fire over there? And then I just followed the smoke to its source, and it was this car driving away. That is phenomenal. And then you could see exactly where 
the car had gone. Like it would be if you were ever chasing this person, it would be the easiest pursuit in the world because you're like, well, they turned here and then they lane changed here because this is not still a good getaway so vehicle. Smoke. Like, oh my god, that is awesome! It's probably <laughs> leaking oil too. And there wasn't really any wind yesterday, so it just kind of oh, sat man. there. And I was like, that is an absolute piece of shit. Like, oh, you know, I love it though. I I do. You know, I respect the hell out of you for driving that thing around. I because, don't know if I do. I mean. You're just a beacon of of hope for those who can't afford a nice new vehicle, okay? Like, I've driven some crappy vehicles in oh, my day, some, some cheap vehicles, yeah. vehicles that made funny sounds and stuff and did weird things, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's at, at some point, you have to be like, okay, I probably shouldn't have this thing on the road. Like, we talked about that one vehicle. Was I don't even remember if it was you or I that saw it, but the horn was stuck on. Yeah. You remember that? Like, yeah. the horn was just permanently on in this vehicle, and yep. it was like, you can't drive that anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't. You got to park it. I've seen that's happened it. twice. Uh, <laughs> once with my mother's vehicle, actually. It was malfunctioning and the horn stayed on. And it's the most embarrassing thing in the world. That one, though, it wasn't that shippy of a box yet. It was just a malfunction. So okay. maybe it was the case for with the other person as well. But like, if your car is in such bad shape that the horn just goes permanently and you're not going to fix it, yeah. you're just waiting till the horn runs out. I think... I, I hope it's, that, it's that over, man. the one like, you you saw, the ship box that you saw, I hope that it's, you know, owned by a dad and every time he leaves, just off in a puff of smoke and just <laughs> has just dad out here. jokes for every, <laughs> <laughs> every time he fires it up because then I'd respect him more. BNS in 20 minutes or less. So Major League Baseball just signed a contract with a CBD extract business called Charlotte's Web. Did you see this? Really? So it's a multi-year deal. Uh, and it's exclusive to them. And this is the first contract that any major U.S. sports league has signed a deal with a CBD brand. So it's kind of a big deal. Well, typically, sports teams and leagues try to distance themselves from yeah. substances. and right. Yeah. So it's changing, but, obviously, now I mean, that it's CBD, right? it's CBD. And yeah, so it's a, it's kind of a big thing. I was like, wow. So marijuana businesses and CBD, I suppose, in particular, is going to be... Advertising part of baseball, although part I mean, baseball. A lot of people don't know the difference. I don't think, especially I would say maybe some older people. That's true. Wouldn't know the difference between CBD and THC, and mm-hmm. and get kind of technical, right? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. How do you think? How do you think our friends Buck and Dan would handle that? Not sure. Should be able to land in the ballpark tonight's starting lineup. Brought to you by Charlotte's Web Cannabis Products. Charlotte's Web, high and outside. They sent us a free sample, Buck. I feel funny. You probably should have waited until you got home before ripping into that, Dan. Do we do we have any of those spits up here? With cutting edge products from THC to CBD, I, oils I, to I, bud. I found some. Charlotte's Web has the best grass in baseball. You swallowing the shells too there, Dan? What the hell? I'm just so hungry. Have you ever thought, Buck, about how the pitcher is an artist? He paints the ball and the catcher frames it. Like the Bob Ross of baseball. You're high as shit, Dan. BNS in 20 minutes or less. We were talking about this recently on the show, and I, I don't mean to keep bringing it up and pumping my own tires or anything, but I, I am a panelist for the Angus Reed polling firm. I'm not going to lie. I feel like you copied me a little bit because I was in on the polls for the city long before you were part of this Angus Reed polling company, but anyway. And what are you doing these days? Polls? Yeah. You're still doing them? I'm still doing the city polls. Are you? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't like heard you talk a lot about too. it lately. No, because I just, I keep it to myself. I don't have to brag about it. <sighs> I thought maybe you dropped off the panel. Some people can't hack it. You know, some people can't hack 
dropping that kind of opinion this mm-hmm. frequently. Yeah. So okay. I get it. You know, I'm a proud panelist for the Angus Reid polling firm. I'm bragging about wait, it. Wait, anyway. Waiting for my shirt in the mail. But uh, <laughs> I got the weirdest poll yesterday from Angus Reid. Um, so most of them deal with like a single topic. It'll be like, you know, your purchasing yep. habits, uh, politics, all this kind of stuff, what your mm-hmm. what your household is like. This one had only three questions. It was comprised of only three questions. The first question was, are you familiar with any licensed insolvency trustees? And I said, yes, I am. I'm MNP, right? Because they're yep. advertising partners of ours. Totally. Uh, so I said, yes, I know. I know one for sure, MNP. Uh-huh. Question number two, how often do you cook for family at home? So those two things are completely unrelated. It's odd. Question number three, do you ever experience a few drops of urine leakage before you can make it to the bathroom? What in the hell? And then the poll was over. So I answered those three questions. Yes, I know a licensed insolvency trustee, MNP. Uh, I cook at home about once a week for my family. And no, I don't experience any urine leakage. And they're like, thanks for your your feedback. (laughs) That is the most random... Also, are you sure you don't experience urine leakage? Maybe they're sure, yeah. so checking you for lying or not. You know, let's see how accurate you're on these polls. How would Angus like, Reid know? False. And what they know a earth, lot. What on earth are they hoping to do with this data they've collected? Wow. What do those three things have anything to do with anything? How your home life is. Still, you got debt in the bank. You don't got food in the stove. You got pee on the floor. Your life is not good at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, our research shows that uh, <laughs> wow, cooking at home is popular amongst those who are in debt trouble and be their pants. Yes. <laughs> That's just, well, thank you, Angus Reid. <laughs> Some valuable research you guys are conducting. BNS in 20 minutes or less. In your opinion, Beckler, what is the best or most exciting ending to a sports game? Sounds weird to say sports game, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Generic sporting event. In what way? Uh, so we talked about recently the three-run walk-off home run that happened in the playoff game. Recently. Yeah, it was the uh, Astros-Mariners game on Sunday, Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Was. Yeah, yeah, and it was a three-run walk-off, two-out, bottom of the ninth. It was electric, and it got me thinking it was, about. Uh, I was like, that is that is a way to end a game. Yeah. But then I got thinking about other sports, and I was like. What else is a good way to end a game? What is the most exciting way to do it? Would mm. a would a Hail Mary be more exciting? Would a buzzer beater mm. be more exciting? Yeah. What um, about a hole in one? A hole in one often doesn't like end a tournament though, no. right? It hap- like and that's the thing. Like if it were two, then it would be a- insane, but only because it would never it really yeah. never happens. It would have to be like eighteenth hole. Yeah. Yeah, that would be crazy if it did happen. That would be but, insane. But again, like so unlikely that maybe we should roll that one out. Yeah. Um, for me, the ones that are super exciting, like when you mentioned a Hail Mary, mm-hmm. there's it usually seems to be like an element of luck in there too. Yeah. You know? And the ones that have an element of luck, they feel not quite as exciting to it's me. Because it's yep. like, like, oh. Whereas like a walk-off homer is just, pure skill, right? It's a battle between the pitcher and yep. the batter, and the batter wins. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's an element of luck probably involved as well, because yeah. you were hoping that a pitch was going to be hit to you, and that's the one that you got, and you, you were able to crack it perfectly. Like, But you're right. That but, in comparison to just a Hail Mary, where it's called a Hail Mary for a reason. It's, it's a play you never unlikely. do otherwise. Yeah. And Whereas like a, 
a pitch happens how many times a game. So that's yeah. It's no more lucky than any other hit in a baseball game. I mean, a buzzer beater is also pretty intense. Yeah, and I I've like the ones that are dumped from like half court to me again, bit of bit of bit luck. luck but, but if it's just like like a buzzer beater, a buzzer beater three pointer, mm-hmm. where it is just skill and getting open stuff, that's super exciting. Yeah. And that's, I think, um, part of it, too, is the anticipation, you know? So uh, the thing about, I find, like, a walk-off home run like that, the minute you hear the crack of the bat, first of all, everybody in there is going crazy. Yeah. Because you can you can <laughs> tell that it's hopefully going out, and it really sucks when that happens, and it's it's just short of the home run, and everybody's like, oh, Super no, because from all the angles, you're like, I know it's out. Oh. Whereas this one on Monday, it was Jordan Alvarez. He murdered the ball. Like, yeah. There was no question no it was question. going out. So that's pretty exciting. And that's it. And you have that time, right? The time from when it does go off the bat and when it gets yeah. into the stands and that whole time everyone's oh. screaming. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And like, I mean, an overtime winner in hockey is exciting too, but you can usually see the play break down yeah. ahead of time. And, you know, oftentimes it's on like the power play. Yep. and people are mad about the call that led to it yes. or there was a call that was missed that led to someone getting open and scoring. So yeah. there's all that kind of stuff which kind of like detracts from it. I, I do think a walk-off homer or like a buzzer beater three-pointer would be about yeah. as exciting as it gets. Like are you thinking of Kawhi Leonard's buzzer beater mm-hmm. in whatever game that was yep. on the Raptors Still championship run? Still him as he bent down with his hands over his... Yeah, oh and it God. hit the rim four different times and then dropped. Like, yeah, it doesn't get much more no, exciting than that, it does doesn't. it? it doesn't. in 20 minutes or less. I have another Fortune 500 business submission Okay. from friend of the show, Boy Courtney. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't say, and Courtney admitted this, wouldn't say it's our best local pun business, but a pun's a pun. Yep. Must acknowledge it regardless. It's an asphalt maintenance business called Smooth Sealing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not smooth sailing, if you didn't get it there. But I get sm- it. Good. Smooth yep. sealing. Yeah, it's, you know, it's good. I wouldn't say great. It's good, though. I Yeah, it's a Fortune 5 punter business. So there it's, we go. If we, we don't rate based on the quality of pun. No. A pun's a pun. And all puns are beautiful. We're we're thinking about how we need, like, we need a sticker or something. Yeah. That we can give out to businesses to put in their window if they do qualify for the Fortune 500. Well, I was thinking about it the other day when I passed a business, and I was like, how cool would it be if we could have just put a little decal, like one of those window decals that just says Fortune 5 punted on it, maybe has a little X, you know, to, to acknowledge Yes. So the friends of the show will see that little sticker, and it's kind of an inside thing for us, but also acknowledges the business's clever name. I really like it. Yeah, because you'll see, like, they'll have stickers from the Better Business Bureau yes. or, you know, what All other other... stickers that you have little decals on the front of these businesses, so... Yeah. I think... uh, we need we need a sticker. We need yeah. a Fortune 5. I, would, I don't know what it would look like. When I when I write like Fortune 500 business down in my notes, I use the abbreviation F5P00. Mm-hmm. So Fortune. So maybe it could say that. Yeah. And then, but maybe it needs to have a little more information than that. I don't know. I'm I'm terrible at graphic design, so no, I'm not the like, guy to do this. A but. little X logo or something as well would be good, but. Yeah. We need a sticker. We do. We need a sticker, and then we need to go around to these businesses and say, you're in the Fortune 500, and if they don't listen, they'll be like, what? Mm-hmm. And we'll explain it to them, and then maybe they'll listen. And then maybe they'll put the sticker in their window. And yes. And we'll all know. We will all know. So mm-hmm. We'll get to work on that. If you have any ideas, let us know. VNS in 20 minutes or less. For Atlas Pizza, this is the most important part of the whole week on our show. It's called the Friday Morning Pizza Chat. Oh, my goodness. There it is. Oh, I love this one. Yeah. One of my favorites. 
Cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. Uh. Suddenly, red, blue lights. That trumpet. From <laughs> 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 The original okay, song it, yeah. was such a weird song, too. Wasn't it really was. It? How, bizarre? How bizarre. How bizarre. Okay. We, we don't have to talk pizza. You and I could just try to recreate OMC's How Bizarre if, if you'd rather. <laughs> we probably Making me crazy. Making me crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. <laughs> and is anyone still listening? Or nope. No, it's just Let's me just and you. Let's go back okay. to this, okay? It's Okay, worst speech chat ever. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.